Welcome everyone to another week of Ramban Ala Parsha. Um, today I'd like to talk about Bilam and ask a basic question. Was Bilam a Navi? Or asked even more broadly, was Bilam a good person? So, you know, we who grew up on Rashi know the answer to that. He's the worst person in the world. But this actually opens up a whole area of Tanakh study and really methodology. It's not fair to call it a machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban, but I, I think they represent two different perspectives. You know, Rashi's perspective, broadly speaking, Rashi sees personalities in Chomish in 2D. They're good or they're bad. You know, there's, um, there's Yitzchak and there's Ishmael. Yitzchak is great, Ishmael is terrible. This is Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov is great. Even when Yaakov looks like he's not great, he's great. You know, Esav is obviously the worst person in the world. There's love. You know, Rashi throughout has good people and bad people. And maybe because Rashi came first, you know, that's his approach. And some people will suggest that Rashi lived through the Crusades and he hated the church. And, you know, it's all possible. The Ramban is much more 3D, which is there are good people, there are bad people. There are good people who have some bad character traits and there are bad people who have some good character traits. And all that gets us to Bilam. And it gets us to Bilam in a strange way because Chazal themselves, I think, were were ambivalent about Bilam. On the one hand, you know, the Pasuk says, come od navi bi Yisrael kim Moshe kim panim al panim. So Chazal say, amongst the Jews, there wasn't somebody like him, but the, the Goyim had Bilam. Really? Bilam was his level of, it, it seems inconsistent with everything we grew up with. In fact, Chazal and other places refer to Bilam as Harasha. That's not an easily earned nickname. He's, you got to be a bad guy to be known as the Russia. You know, a lot of it has to do, and this is the last methodological point I'll make before we get into the Psukim, a lot of it has to do with how you read Psukim. Rashi knew that, you know, that Bilam was the person who suggested to the, to the Benos Moav all the problems we have in later parashios. Rashi knew in the end, obviously, we killed him. He was a bad guy at the end of his life. But does that mean that you have to read our whole parsha in light of that and suggest that he's a bad person? Or is a fair reading the Ramban's reading? Okay, so, I, I, you know, for myself, when you read the Psukim, it's hard to find something wrong with Bilam in this week's parsha. Let's look together. They come to the, 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 the Shlichim, come to Bilam and tell him they want him to curse the Jews. So he says, Meaning, it's not up to me, it's HaKadosh Baruch And he gives him the whole history why he's afraid of, why he's afraid of him. And God says, You can't go. What does Bilam do? I don't have permission to go. He won't go. 
Okay, he sends more shlichim, but the answer was no. And they come to Bilam, and the same thing happens. And he, he offers them all the rewards in the world. The simple reading of the Pasuk is, he's a from guy, he knows where his knowledge comes from, he knows where his power comes from, it's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. he's not going to do anything against God. Okay, he asks him again, Okay, We'll have to explain that. Okay, some kind of permission. And he goes in the morning, and then you have, And you wonder, why is God so angry? He just said, if you want to go, you can go. Okay, these are the psukim, these are the questions. Let's look at the Ramban. The Ramban says in Pasuk Yud Gimel, God doesn't, God doesn't want me to go. So Rashi, of course, says, no, he doesn't want me to go with you. Rashi sees, you know, Bilam being dishonest. I don't want to go with you. I'm happy to go with greater messengers for greater money, for greater reward. I know it's hard to see that. So Rashi says, so therefore he sent greater messengers, more honorable messengers, more honored messengers. Okay, that's Rashi. Says the Ramban, I disagree with Rashi. All of Bilam's greatness was from God, that he had a relationship with God. So why would he not tell the people the truth? There was no reason for Bilam to think, well, I won't go with you, but if you send better messengers, I'll go with them. Why? No, God doesn't want him to go. He's not going to go. Balak ki it's true. Balak thought he was holding out for more money, right? You ever get in a negotiation, you really don't want to buy the house. And the next thing the people are saying, okay, a lower price, a lower price. It's not a fair negotiation. You're not interested. Balak wasn't interested. Um, Bilam wasn't interested. But Balak misunderstood him. God doesn't want him to go. He's not planning to go. Right, as if the problem was he didn't honor him enough. That was never the problem. So Balak, I'm sorry, Bilam thought the problem was he hadn't given him enough money. But that was never the problem, says the Raman. The problem was God is against going with you. I can't. You give me all the money in the world, I can't go. He is my God. I have no power other than God. It's pretty striking. The Ramban has no doubt that Bilam 
far from playing Balak, is telling him the truth. Everything I have, everything I know, all of my power comes from God. If I deviate from God's commands, I'm nobody. It's as simple as that. So it's not just that the Ramban disagrees with Rashi. He really disagrees with Rashi. He sees real value. He sees real honesty. He sees real connection between Bilam and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And every Pasuk that Rashi sees as a negative, the Ramban sees otherwise. He sees a person who cares for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who, it may be an exaggeration to say love. Again, all this I'm saying with the knowledge that in the end, Bilam is a bad guy, and he does bad things. But right now, says the Ramban, I don't see it at all. Okay, next. So they come a second time, and they come with better messengers, and they come with more money, and he says, okay, I'm going to go upstairs to sleep, I'm going to ask God again. And now God gives him kind of a vague answer. Okay? But you got to tell him what I said. Says the Ramban in Pasuk Chaf, it's the middle of a long Ramban. Right? It's not just that God said you can't go. God says you can't curse the Jewish people. Not just because you can't curse the Jewish people. They're the opposite. They're Baruchu. They're blessed. What's the point of going if you're not going to curse them? Right? They want Bilam to curse the Jews. They don't want some other purpose. It doesn't make any sense for you to go. And it, it says the Raman, it's obvious. Bilam came downstairs in the morning and he told them, this is what God said, I can't go with you, I can't curse the Jews, ki varuchu. Uvalak shalach elav pam sheinit, ki lo ha'amin. The people came back to Balak and said to him, Bilam says he can't do it because the, the Jews are blessed. You know, Balak thought to himself, that's just what he's saying. What he really means is, you haven't given me enough honor, you haven't given me enough money. Vahusif lo kavod bisarim rabim v'nichbadim inu so he sent another delegation, more important. And he promised him much more money. Again, he, I'm not going to say he's Moshe Rabbeinu here, but again, it doesn't matter how much money you give me, it doesn't matter how much I want to do this, Everything's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have no say in the matter. So he said, Okay, you came back again. The minimum I could do is ask God again. Anything different about the situation now? This was proper behavior. What does Bilam know about what God really thinks? God could push him in whatever direction he wants. Maybe there'll be a different answer from the Malach. Maybe God has a, you know, has a prediction, not a prediction. God knows the future. Maybe God wants to share a, a nevu about what's going to happen. 
I already told you. Okay, so then why did God change his mind? Again, God let him go. But now they've come back to you. But if they came to call you for some other reason, this is a hard part of the Ramban. Says the Ramban, well, God is saying to Bilam, you can't curse the Jews, but if these new messengers came to ask you to go with them, not for the purpose of cursing the Jews, but just to go with them, to honor them, to honor their king, to make the whole thing more, more impressive, you could do that. But you have to know, whatever I give you, or whatever I give you, in whatever way I communicate with you, you got to do. Even if I tell you to bless them, you have to bless them. And lo tirami balak. Which, by the way, when you play through the psukim later, it's no simple thing for Bilam each time to build him his beach and bring karbonos, and then to t- say to Balak, "No, God loves the Jews. The Jews are great people. That's not such a simple thing to do." Vzetam imlikro. That's what God always wanted. What God wanted from Bilam was to come downstairs in the morning and say to them, you know what? God, this time God said I could go with you, but you need to know. I'm not going to curse the Jews. You need to know that if God gives me a, you know, a bracha to say to them, I'm going to give them a bracha. I'm not going to curse the Jews. Right, this ties into a lot of Ma'amari Chazal. God wanted the Jews to be blessed by a Navi who wasn't Jewish. Why that is, I don't really, I could speculate, I don't really know. But the idea that, you know, maybe people would say one day, there's a measure that people would say to God, if you had given us a Navi, we would have also been good. So God gave them a Navi, and nothing good came of it. But God wanted the Jews to be blessed by a Gentile. Vihine, haya al bilam lahagid kein lisarei balak vilomar, hine hirsha shem oti liyot karulachem bilvad. God let me come, aval almenat shalolik kalelata amva almenat shimit saveoti levarich levarchem shaavarchem. Right? He needed to come then says and tell him that. And if they rejected that, so they would leave and he would stay home. Okay, so what's the problem? God says, you can go, but you got to tell them that you're under my control completely. But at this point, Bilam was playing a little bit. The first time he said, everything God tells me, that's what I'm going to say. But the second time, he didn't tell him exactly. Right? This is the bad part of Bilam. He did want to go. He did want to curse the Jews. He didn't come downstairs and tell him the truth. He said, I'm going to go with you. They assumed that he was now going to curse the Jews. We're all going together to curse the Jews. That's Pshat in the Pasuk. 
when Bilam didn't tell them the truth, not because he's going, but because he didn't tell them the truth about how limited he was. He misled them. And that, that infuriated God. Had he told them the truth, he wouldn't have gone at all. The people assumed the people assumed that, that he was going to be able to curse the Jews. That's why he was going. The, the idea, the possibility that Bilam might curse the Jews was a chil Hashem. And that's why God was infuriated. That's why Yicharaf Hashem Kiolechu. The whole story with the donkey happened simply because God gave him permission, but God gave him permission to be who he was at the beginning, to be completely Bershut Hashem. The second he implied in some way that he had freedom of will and that it was at least a possibility that he would curse the Jews, that's not the plan, that's not why I let you go, and that's not going to happen. Okay, so now we have the setup. Bilam is a good person, more or less. He has flaws, but he's a good person. He belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though you know, he's pretending maybe he doesn't. And now God's furious at him, and the really like the funny scene with the donkey, right? He's gonna, he, he stops one time, he hits him, he stops one time, he hits him. The question here is, and it's a, it's, a, it's a narrow question, but it's a fascinating one, what's the Torah telling us here? Yes, it's a great story. It's really a great story. But what's the message? So the Pasuk says, in Pasuk Lamed Aleph, after the whole back and forth, Okay? God reveals to Bilam, says the Ramban, Right? The simple Pshat in the Pasuk will tell us that Bilam was not a Navi. Why? What does a Navi need God to open his eyes to see a donkey? He's a Navi, of course he could see. Right? He could see the Malach Hashem. Why would he need to open his eyes? It says the Raman, when the Torah says, it means he was not a Navi. You know what it reminds us of? It reminds us of the Navua Kinar Elisha. Right? God had to open his eyes. Hagar Hamitsud, Vaigal Hashemet Ene Hagar, and she sees a Malach. The point was, Hagar was not a Neviah. In this moment, for whatever reason, God chose to open our eyes to make her a Navi. Says the Ramban, same thing with Bilam. He was not a Navi. Okay, the question is, well, what was he then? God doesn't appear to me. I'm not a Navi. I don't see God. I don't see Malachim. But he did. So it turns out the Ramban thinks there's more than one level of Nevoah. You never have such a pasuk with respect to Nevoim. The magician, the sorcerer. He wasn't a Navi. Yes, 
again, it's a, it's a unique shita in the Ramban that there are ways to know the truth which are not navi, which, which are not prophecy, right? The chartumei mitzrayim. What were they doing? So the Ramban thinks there's power to astrology. You have to be careful how we understand that. But the Ramban thinks there is a way to see the future without being a full-fledged Navi. Right? It's not like every night he goes to sleep and God appears to him. God appeared to him in honor of the Jews. It's very similar to when God appeared to Lavan and warned him not to start up with Yaakov. Lavan wasn't a Navi, but for the honor of Yaakov, God appeared to Lavan. For the honor of the Jews, God appeared to Bilam. And then, so that it will all work, he was Zoha to what the Ramban calls Gilui Einaim, which is also, again, not full fledged prophecy, but it's some sense for what's going to happen. And then he got promoted further and became a seer of God. It was all for the honor of the Jews and for their glory. Then he, he, he went back home and he became a Kosem again, a regular magician. Now again, when the Ramban says magician, he doesn't mean it as an insult, right? You do see the future. There are ways to figure things out. But you're not God's ally. It's not that God appears to you and talks to you. You figured it on your own. Inconceivable, even if he's a Gentile, that the Jews would kill a Navi. But they're not killing a Navi. They're killing somebody who has real insights. They're killing somebody who has real knowledge. They're killing somebody who's on a higher level than we are. But it's a different thing. It's not that he's closer to God. He's not closer to God. He's just smart and he understands things that we don't understand. And therefore he can, he can predict things for the future and they're real. The Ramban has this in many, many places that you don't have to be a Navi to be different than me and you. You don't have to be a Navi to have insights, right? And even a Navi Sheker, you know, later on year me or whatever, it's not that they're lying, it's that they're wrong, right? Uh, imagine that God is broadcasting on a frequency. Now, he only means to speak to a Navi, but I know enough to hear that frequency, but not completely clearly. I become a Navi Sheker. It's not that I made something up. It's that I didn't fully understand. And so the Ramban says, there's Nevoah. There's Moshe Rabbeinu and there's other Nevi'im. Okay, Moshe Rabbeinu is the highest level, then there's other Nevi'im. So the Ramban, Bilam was not any of that. But he was a Kosem, and he was a Machazeh Shakai, and the things he said were true, and the insights he had were true, were true. That probably explains, you know, it's such an interesting Gemara. The Gemara says that Chazal wanted to be Koveya Nevuas Bilam as Kriyashma. And they didn't do it for Tircha de Tzibur, it's too long. But you think to yourself, well, what's the benefit? Why would Chazal want to do that? And I think the Ramban would say, Chazal want to do that because his insights are true. Because whether it was in this moment he was a Navi, or it was divine inspiration, or it was magic, 
the things he said were true. Matovu Alecha Yaakov Mishkinotecha Yisrael. Those are real things. And of course, he's not Jewish. There is something, and it's worth thinking about, there is something about the, the prophecy of a Gentile versus the prophecy of a Jew, right? We expect the Jewish people to stand up for each other. We expect the prophecy of a Jew to be what it is. But apparently there's something incredibly, incredibly, I don't know, unique about a Gentile saying all these things. And you feel like Balak understood that also. It wasn't just that Bilaam wasn't cursing the Jews, and it wasn't just that Bilaam was blessing the Jews. It was that Bilaam didn't want to. But he was under the control of God. And the things he was saying, you feel everybody understood it was true, and it was going to be true. Just, it may be unrelated to the Ramban, but last thought. You know, when God is giving the Torah to Moshe, so everything that he told him, Moshe knew. It was just, you know, it had happened. Moshe had been part of it. He saw it. Except for for Balak, except for this week's parsha. My sense is, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told the story to Balak, the story of Balak to Moshe to write down, Moshe was like, really? That happened? And maybe that's really the uniqueness. And maybe that's why Chazal wanted to be Koveir as, as Kriyashma. Meaning, the message is, there's all these people walking around in the mountains above the Jewish people who are sitting happily in their tents doing what they do, watching the internet. I don't know what they're doing. But, and on top, they're trying to ruin things for the Jews. And the Jews have no idea. And the Torah spends all this time and all these Pesukim describing Bilam and describing Balak and describing the story because it represents the fact that, you know, that God is protecting us even when we don't know it. Uh, you know, not, let, you're watching a movie, Lo Aleinu, okay? You know, and the guy has an axe behind the door. And the woman walks into the room and, you know, and you're like yelling out, watch out, the guy's an axe. But then she doesn't see anything, she leaves. So from her perspective, you know, nothing happened. But from our perspective, she was almost killed by the guy behind the door with an axe. And then she was saved. And that's supposed to be our reaction here. You know, Bilam wasn't a Navi. There were a lot of good things about him. There were many, many more bad things about him. And Chazal are struggling with how we deal with such a person. In the end, we kill him. It's true. He's a bad person. But right now, says the Ramban, this week's Pasha, he's not a bad person. Right now, he worships HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's limited by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He might want to do otherwise. But right now, he listens to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And that's really what he told Balak to begin with. I can't do it. I can't do anything that God doesn't approve of. All of my cap- power comes from God. So he can't go. The second time he does go, and the second time God gets angry at him, not because he went, but because he didn't come downstairs in the morning and tell them, I can go, but you need to know, I'm not going to curse the Jews. And so the story with the donkey happened, where again, it's pretty embarrassing for a person who's a Navi not to see a Malach Hashem. Luckily for the Ramban, he's not a Malach Hashem. I'm sorry, luckily for the Ramban, he's not a Navi. And so therefore, God has to open his eyes to see. That gives us some insights into Bilam, into who he was. Okay? Yashkach, have a great Shabbos, and see you next week. Thank you.